Hey everyone, it's Raheel. Today on Food Tuesday, we're focusing on drinks. Sipple is Texas's first non-alcoholic bottle shop, and they're putting an end to those sugary mocktails by offering over 300 different non-alcoholic products. The best part? They're located right here in the heart of H-Town. Joining me are Danny and Helenita Fraunfelkner to talk about how Sipple was created after personal reflection, and they give out some delicious recommendations that you need to try. It's Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Raheel Ramzanali, and here's what Houston is talking about. Helenita, Danny, welcome into CityCast Houston. How are y'all doing? We're doing great. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Okay, first things first, Sipple. What made you pick that name? So, well, just like any company, it's hard to find a name. <laughs> That's not trademark <laughs> or taken or anything. <laughs> I wanted something simple, like one word or two words that was memorable. And there's a phrase called tipple, which is like a small alcoholic drink. And I like that. And I was just like, Sipple came to mind. And I was like, does that even mean anything? And I looked it up. And it means small sips, like British slang for small sips. Looked it up, wasn't trademark, jumped on that bad boy real fast and was like, that's that's the name real quick. Yeah. Hey, that's right. That's good that you worked backwards, right? Because a lot of entrepreneurs will just be like, I love this name and I'm yeah. going to make that my name. And then three months later, they're getting sued. So you worked backwards. That's good to hear. For sure. It's not my, It's not our first startup company uh, individually and working for companies. So I, I've been there before. So I yeah. knew what to do this time. All right, so let's talk about how you started Sipple. And this is a really cool concept and a really unique concept. Tell me about first, what is Sipple? Yeah, for sure. So Sipple, first and foremost, is a community. Um, that's how what we started. We, we have a non-alcoholic bottle shop in Houston. And when people hear that, they're like, what does that mean, non-alcoholic bottle shop? Do you sell sparkling water, tea? So Think adult drinks, wine, beer, spirits, aperitifs, but none of the booze. Yeah. I've worked in beverage and hospitality for over 20 years, all in alcohol pretty much. And in my journey before the pandemic hit, I really cut back drinking to live more of an intentional, mindful life. You know, long story short, I was doing what my dad did and and other people I've seen conditioning was using alcohol as a numbing tool, escape mechanism. And we have three young kids and I didn't want them to grow up with that. I really wanted to break that vicious cycle. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be a cold turkey thing. I'm not an alcoholic, but I knew I had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol and it was affecting all areas of my life. And I really wanted to clean that up. For myself, first and foremost, but for my wife, Helenita, for our kids, for for everything. And that's really what kind of like led to it. And by the time the pandemic hit, I was really not drinking really at all anymore. And that was a huge lifesaver. Um, I was in a very dark period of my life before the pandemic. So it really helped save my life cutting back drinking and really evaluating like, what am I doing in my life? You know, the pandemic hit, got furloughed from the company I was working for in the alcohol business. And... I was like, I don't really want to work in alcohol anymore. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm not passionate, but, I, but I'm a beverage nerd. I've been a beverage nerd for 20 years. I love... You're a sommelier, and so you still yeah. wanted to find really good quality, flavorful drinks that just didn't have the alcohol in it. For sure. I realized, I was like, you know, it's not the alcohol I nerded out about. It was the flavor. It was the stories. It was like all that, like, I love Amaro yeah. from Italy, like bitter. like. And so I was like, okay, there's got to be other things out there. And that really what started Sipple. The name wasn't there yet, <laughs> um, but it really started 
leading, really diving into it more, what's available in the US and the world. Started reaching out to many brands in 2020. And, you know, I've tasted literally over 400 non-alcoholic products at this point over these last two and a half years. And it's been a wild, beautiful ride. And we really wanted to create a retail store first and foremost for a hub, a community hub for people to come. Because you think about it, if people are cutting back drinking or not drinking at all, or haven't ever drunk alcohol anymore because of their religion, their faith, or whatever it is, which we do, we get a lot of people that because of certain things, they've never drunk alcohol. We wanted them to feel welcome. You know, people don't, we, you know, we've heard people don't feel, you know, comfortable mm-hmm. going into a liquor store. Where's your non-alcoholic? Cause you get the like stank guys, right? Like, why are you here? Yeah. You know? Oh, of course. Or a restaurant uh, or bar, as, right? Like you're yeah. asking for like, do you have anything non-alcoholic? And they're like, what? Yeah. As, as somebody who, who doesn't drink, right. Because of my faith, um, I am in that boat. Like I never go into a liquor store. I never go into one of the big ones and go, oh, yeah, what's in there for me. But after I found out about Sipple, like there is a welcoming community. It feels like, and uh, it is like, hey, just come in. Nope, don't worry. We don't care what your background is. We don't care why you're here. We just, we're happy that you're here and we're here to educate you. How important has that education been for the consumers and letting people know that there is a place like that, Helenita? Um, Incredibly important. It, education is probably paramount to what we do um, because there's it's such a nascent industry. People don't really understand what's non-alcoholic and why it tastes different or what the process is. And when something gets de-alcoholized during fermentation, the flavor compounds bind to the ethanol. So when you strip that ethanol out, you're stripping out flavor and you typically will lose about 15% flavor. So you look at that in a wine perspective, you know, you've got something like really robust and then you remove 15% and it's a higher ABV to start. ABV means alcohol by volume. So it's more noticeable than say a beer that's not only carbonated, which cleanses your palate, but it's also only 5% alcohol by volume. But um, the other thing is a water molecule is much, much smaller than an alcohol molecule. So um it's going to feel very different on your palate. So the brain can play tricks on you and the brain will kind of go to whatever it is that it's familiar with. And so if you've drank juice in your life, you taste something, it's a little sweet, it comes and goes, your mind goes juice. But it is actual wine and it's just de-alcoholized wine, but that flavor is not going to sit on the tongue as long. So we educate every day and let people know like what expectations to set with yourself so that you can enjoy it for what it is. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's, you know, if someone comes in, they really like Negroni cocktails or old fashions, like, okay, well, we can find you something that's similar. But like Helenita said, because there's no ethanol, it's just thinner. It's just it's just thinner on your palate. So for people that come in that really want like, especially non-alcoholic red wine and non-alcoholic whiskey, I say we're getting there, but it's not your one for one replacement. It's like going into a restaurant, ordering a plant-based burger and you're expecting to taste like beef. It's not going to be the same thing. So go into that restaurant and going, I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to order a (laughs) plant-based burger it's going to be delicious in its own right, but it's not going to taste like what I'm used to. Right. So, Danny, you said that you tasted 400 different products and you tried so many different things. It is overwhelming, right, when somebody does walk in. So what products are actually at the store right now? For sure. We carry like, I think we started with like 
what do we start with? Like 30 brands, something like that? Something small like that, yeah. It was less than 50 brands. It was like 30 or 40 brands. Now we have like around 70 brands, plus or minus. Over 300 products. 300 products and stuff like that. And that is still a fraction of what's on the market. Like two, three years ago, you were just happy to find anything non-alcoholic that wasn't juice or water or soda. Now there's just so many more options. So we carry a lot of brands and we've, a lot of these brands we've we've known since 2020 or 2021. Like we've known for a couple of years, have really built built great relationships with, um, and really want to build community. And that's our thing. We're not trying to be the Amazon of the non-alcoholic world. We've always wanted to be a very highly respected, curated company and program. So if we stock it, it's on our website, it's in our store. If we do an event with it, that means something. That's not only are the drinks good. So here's my elevator pitch, as I call it to people. If people if I have like 10 seconds with people for simple, looking for good drinks with good, clean ingredients made by good people doing good things. That tastes good. Yeah. I mean, good drinks, <laughs> good, good drinks. drinks. Basically yeah. is like w- the drinks is one aspect. We don't want to see chemicals, a lot of BS stuff in there. We really want clean products, low sugar, low sugar. Cause that's really what sells. And that's what, yes. that's how we live our lives as well. If you're not, if you're not drinking alcohol, why are you going to drink a bunch of sugar? Like, my opinion. That's been the big thing with a lot of non-alcoholic drinks. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get a virgin pina colada. Well, here's 80 grams of sugar <laughs> for you. Congratulations. Yeah, um, now you have so, a different yeah. hangover. Well, it's, it's yeah. like going to Starbucks and getting like a frappuccino. It's just like you had a whole meal like in just, yeah. just in that drink. So breaking it down in terms of categories, you've got non-alcoholic wines, spirits, um, healthy drinks, sparkling drinks, like break it down in categories for me. Yeah. So, um, we have, uh, some, you know, low sugar mixers. So for the person that maybe, you know, they want to have really high quality mixers and they still drink, or they want to, you know, split their drinks in half and they can get some mixers. We have some really great CBD options. A lot of people that are being told by their doctors they need to cut back on drinking. They're still looking for something that kind of can help calm them and kind of slow down their central nervous system response, reduce stress and anxiety. And CBD is a really great option for that. We have ready-to-drink cocktails. So this is a can. It's ready to drink. You don't have to do be a master mixologist. You can just kind of pop it in the fridge, take it with you. Okay. We've got non-alcoholic beer, aperitifs non-alcoholic wine. We also have something called wine proxies, which are not wines. These are things like sparkling teas, um, sparkling drinks that are really full of flavor. But um, for the person that maybe might be in recovery, a non-alcoholic beer, wine, or spirit could be triggering. So we have options in here for those people that are in recovery or identify as sober so that they have an elevated drink that is not that does not have an alcoholic counterpart, which could be very triggering for them. For sure. Like we have the most love and respect for the sobriety community. And we have tons of sober friends. Yeah. But wine proxies is a really cool different thing it's funky it's fun it's it could be sweet it could be like complex bitter and then spirits i broke spirits down into three categories for people one alternatives so for people that are looking for those alternatives aka analogs like whiskey whiskey alternatives gin tequila mezcal all those things um, and some of them, you, there are a couple of products you can use literally as a one-for-one replacement. Everything else is a little bit, you got to have to have more of an open mind. There are two products that I have. There's a non-alcoholic rum and a non-alcoholic tequila that I've actually fooled many people with. 
including bartenders that are wow. around alcohol all the time. And then we have a category called functional. Um, you know, people that are looking for, you know, functional breaks down to like Ayurvedic medicine in India, like adaptogenics, nootropics and stuff. There's some health benefit. It's just in liquid form. And the last category in spirits is I, there was that like the other category where the, these, there's some brands like Seedlip didn't fit in. Everyone's like, oh, it's a, it's a, it's a gin alternative. I'm like, no, it does not taste like gin. They're not trying to be like gin. So I thought about it and I came up with the term botanic and beyond because I was like, they're very floral doing their own thing. And that's a really fun category of all these cool, interesting new flavors. And that's really, I want to say safe, but encouraging and welcoming to people in recovery. People have never drunk alcohol before because they're just doing their own thing. So you can create a whole new flavor profile. And usually when people come in, it's always like, let us know if you have any questions or if you have all the questions. Right. <laughs> and there's yeah. a lot of times it's all the questions because cool. it's their first time. And we get first time people almost every day still. And it's a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah. So what do you what do you recommend to the first time customer for Sipple, right? A, a CityCast Houston listener is like, this is interesting. I want to go check this out. Give me two drinks each quickly what you recommend, like your favorites that people need to try. All right. So one, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on local first. So there is, there's Bayou City Hemp Company and actually Katy, Texas. So there's CBD ready to drink. And it's honestly the highest quality CBD in a beverage I've ever had, period. It's effective. It tastes good. Um, I love that. That is a great thing for me, like after work. The kids are down for nighttime. I want to like watch something or just chill, play music. Their ranch water. Their ranch mm -hmm. water and their other ones. Um, love Tennyson. Tennyson's from Austin. Tennyson's a functional spirit. It's like two different kind of oranges, ginger, like very bitter, but tart and stuff. And we actually, um, one of our colleagues and friends, Brian, um, he created this cocktail with it and then we did a spin off of it we call it blood moon um and it is basically ritual tequila alternative tennyson and we use tennyson as a like a triple sec alternative but it's i use it as like a dry blood orange triple sec okay lime juice and agave so picture yourself having a tart refreshing blood orange margarita we served this at South by Southwest last year. She just served it at um, the candle lighters with 800 people, the foundation. Yeah, we got most unforgettable margarita and judge's choice. So. Yeah, we got two awards. First that year they've ever had a non-alcoholic table ever. So those are definitely anything bitter, anything that's like Campari, like spritz wise, you got my attention and stuff like that. Okay. Helenita, how about you? Um. Well... Being married to a beverage director and sommelier, when he decided to stop drinking, it was a little bit of a dagger to my heart because I'm, I'm a wine girl through and through. But um, I'm a total convert now in terms of wine. Like wine is still my go-to, so that's my favorite category. Um, I love both of the non-alcoholic wines, um, Prima Pave has a beautiful Italian style Prosecco. 
and um, Naughty is a sparkling Chardonnay. And I kind of go back and forth. Um, the Naughty is a little bit more champagne style. So if I want a little bit something, you know, feels a little bit fancier, um, then I'll do that. And those are both completely alcohol free. They're both halal certified. Um, so it's really cool that we have some, you know, some brands that value um, those aspects. Yes. You know, the... the- the non-alcoholic market is one of the hottest markets now. I even saw Gary Vaynerchuk tweet about it and saying that this is a market to watch out for. But even with all that said, even with the momentum moving towards it, has a response been there from the Houston community to you know replicate that and say that, yes, this is actually a market that we care about? For sure. Back in 2021, when we were looking for a retail space, it took nine months. We got a lot of no's. People did not believe in it. They thought it was a crazy idea. They didn't think it was going to make money. So it took a long time to find a spot. Um, and that's why we launched the company Digital. And But I can say when we first opened in October 2021, we were welcomed with open arms with the Houston community and still are. We still get this funny comment sometimes like, because we are the first and only non-alcoholic bottle shop in all of Texas, like all of Texas. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, I thought it would be Austin. I was like, why? Like, what, does Austin get everything cool? Like, no, Houston's an amazing <laughs> city. Uh, she's from here. I'm from Northern California. But I was like, Houston's like the biggest melting pot I've ever been around. Like, it's the culture, then the arts, like everything. So I was like, don't poo-poo Houston. Houston's amazing. Well, and Houston restaurant scene is just phenomenal. Yes. So. <laughs> and so for us, it's been great to see people getting exposed. And yes, Texas is a huge drinking state. Like it is, there's tons of drinkers here, but we wanted to create that good, good wave of change and to let people know there are options. Um, and it's really cool to see who comes through the door. People that do drink, that don't drink. Um, the Texans head coach just came in over the weekend. So that was really cool to see. And nice. we've had a lot of just like very, you know, like, our neighborhood people like that are constant regulars to people like that are really discovering it and, and reaching out and coming and just curious. Oh, I'm here for my wife or my friends or, or I'm having a party and I really want to have other options for people that don't drink. And that's a really cool thing to see as people are going, well, I do drink, but some of my friends or family don't drink. So I want them to have something delicious as well. So awesome to hear about Sipple and continued success. Helenita, Danny, thank you so much for joining us on CityCast Houston. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we go, we mentioned the new Sunnyside Solar Farm on a previous episode. Well, it turns out the residents aren't happy because Centerpoint has left them in the dark about the plans. Centerpoint has said they've met with the community and they're always open to hearing feedback about the new development. This marks back-to-back episodes where we've mentioned communication issues with Centerpoint. So we want to know about your experience. How hard or easy is it to get updates from Centerpoint in your neighborhood? Let us know by texting or leaving us a voicemail at 713-489-6972 so we can feature them in a future episode. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Raheel Ramsnali, and I hope you learned something new. Joining me are Danny and Helenita Fran Fran Falkner. I knew that was going to happen. Fran Falkner. Fran Falkner. I got it. Okay.